Hey guys, this is John from the DTS Gaming Crew wanting to welcome you to Season 2, Episode 1 of our podcast. You can also check the interview out on YouTube.com at Drop the Spotlight. So let's start the show. Hey guys, it's Michael with the DTS Gaming Crew. I'm here with David, joined also with John. David, how are you doing this morning? Great, how are you? We're doing good. Doing good, doing good. So... Tell us a little about a little bit about Classic Gaming Fest, if you will. Uh, sure. Uh, well, Classic Game Fest uh, is in its thirteenth uh, year this year. Um, basically, it started at, out of my my main job, which is running the Game Over Video Game Stores. Uh, we started doing tournaments and events there, and uh, you know, one of those grew into kind of a summer festival. And then we started we like outgrew the store and started doing it in the parking lot. And then it kind of became its own thing. And, and, you know, we had to actually like rent an event space for it and it became Classic Game Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's, it's a completely separate you know, business and we run it every summer. Um, so, uh, so aside from me being in charge of it, there's really no direct relation with Game Over. Um, you know, we, we definitely promote it in the stores, of course. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a retro gaming convention, uh, the biggest of its kind in Texas, uh, one of the top five in the U.S., um, you know, typically gets six, 7,000 people a year. Um, you know, honestly, I don't know what this year will be like because of, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just hoping to still have it this year. Um, you know, we, um, we've been fighting all the, the shutdown and, and, you know, virus uh, protection and everything that's been in place. And, um, and, and now we've, we've had to move it. So we've postponed it from our normal, normally it's the uh, last weekend in July. And, uh, and so now we've got it uh, postponed to October. So it's going to be on Columbus day weekend this year in October uh, 10th and 11th. Um, and we hope that, uh, you know, virus is gone or controlled by then. And, uh, and so we're, we're holding strong. That's a, that'll be a good time to have it. And, uh, people will still be off work or school. And, uh, and yeah, you know, four months from now, we hope that life is somewhat more back to normal. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a really fun event. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Game Over Video Games, when it got started, and how the birth of CGF came along with it? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, uh, Game Over started uh, in 2005, um, so this is year 15 for that. Um, and that started as basically just just me and a little, like, mom and pop, you know, I guess minus the mom uh, store. Um, <laughs> It, it was just just me and my little you know hobby game shop in Austin, Texas. Um, we had a small store, um, you know, and no staff other than me. I basically worked six days a week, and then on Sundays I was closed to do like the paperwork and the bills and stuff. Um, and uh, and so you know it was it was great fun. Uh, you know, we started retro gaming at a time when uh, you know I loved it and I collected retro games, but it wasn't really a thing, you know, like it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was still kind of an, an odd. Uh, choice of something for me to do for a living um, and so I definitely had a lot of uh, uh, you know concerns at the beginning like is that really a a you know something you can do as a job and like make money off of selling old games because you know essentially who wants the old games anymore um, but uh, but clearly you know not only with game over but the industry in general has shown that uh, you know retro gaming uh, it, it has become a thing and yeah. it is big, uh, there a is big a crowd for it yeah, there's there's an appetite, there's there's a market for it, um, and uh, you know, and and that's you know definitely uh, bode well for us. And Game Over's done really well over the years, and we've expanded and and now have multiple stores, and and we're all over Texas, and we even have a few in Washington now. Um, oh wow! So uh, so yeah, we have uh, two in the like Seattle suburb areas, uh, one in Bellevue, one in Tacoma, mm-hmm. uh, 
and then we have in Texas, all the major cities, we have Dallas, um, uh, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin area stores. Um, and then plus online, you know, we actually sell a lot online and, uh, um, you know, again, the, the market for retro games is really good. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess the competitive nature of retail right now is what's, what's really tough for, for game over and other stores like us. Um, because, you know, more and more people are shifting to buying online exclusively. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and then with the shutdown that we've had, um, you know, the past couple of months have been a real a real nightmare <laughs> for oh, all of us, all of us retail guys. I can only um, imagine. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's been rough, but, uh, um, but we, we, have, we have somehow survived that. Um, and so all of our stores are open now in Texas and Washington and online, so we're all up and running. Um, you know, and then again, like I said, CGF, um, you know, which had been like clockwork every summer for the past 13 years. Um, you know, this is the first year ever that's going to be in October. Um, and so, you know, that's going to be a little different. Um, and we don't know what to expect, uh, you know, crowd wise, um, but we're definitely still hoping for a great turnout. Um, and we're going to do everything we can to protect, uh, you know, uh, safety of everybody. And, um, you know, we do that in the game over stores as well. That, uh, you know, we have a limit on customers. We require face masks. And, uh, you know, we clean and disinfect stuff basically all day long. So that's all my guys do is clean stuff all day. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's tough. It's a tough life in retail, especially now with all this, this added, you know, pressure and burdens of the, the virus. Um, so, so yeah, so we're, we're doing what we can, you know, to survive. And, you know, I still love what I do. I love retro gaming. Um, so I try and, you know, stay involved with it as much as I can. Um, you know, through, through the stores and, and the classic game festive events and, and, uh, you know, and online and stuff like this, like, you know, reaching out to you guys and, and uh, being on the podcast. And so I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm always happy to, to be a voice in the community for, for retro gaming. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. And, you know, like, it's cool that, you know, not a lot of people actually share your enthusiasm and like your willingness to reach out. I find that, you know, there are some like companies that are just like, hmm you know but you know you're uh you're that's awesome to hear that you know your 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 concerns come from a good place i guess you could say so um yeah. well going from what you said your love for classic gaming what would you say is your favorite like your favorite classic game to play or what would be your system at that oh man um well for me i mean i you know i'm probably older than you guys and, and so like my first system was an atari and, uh, and so I always loved those games. I remember playing them as a kid with my brother, um, you know, Combat, Yars Revenge, um, you know, any of the classic Atari games always put a smile on my face. Um, but uh, I guess the, the ones that I played the most by myself would be more like NES or Super NES. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be like in the 80s, you know, late 80s, mid 80s. Um, and, uh, and on those, uh, I think my love at that time was really the, the platform. Um, so, you know, the, the Mario games, um, you know, even Mario one, when it came out was just amazing that you went through all these different levels and you had, you know, uh, above ground and below ground and, uh, you know, just, just the various nature of the game was, was awesome. Um, and then, and then Mario three is still one of my all time favorite games because it just, oh, yeah. it just blew everything away. Like, you know, the, the amount of depth to the levels and the power ups and, and, you know, everything it's just for, for the NES. I mean, it was uh it was amazing uh you know at the time um so so i guess it's really hard to pick one favorite i'd say you know mario games you know classic atari stuff um i don't know i love mega man too mega man games <laughs> yes, yes i've never been as much into the role-playing games i, I normally like the, the action or platformer style 
um, you know, or ones that are more like strategy, like uh, SimCity, things like that. I love. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. I think my first, the first game that I played because, you know, growing up, I was always outside before yeah. I became like yeah, a shut-in. <laughs> before I started. Remember when we used to do that? Yeah, I remember. You'd pick up a stick and that was your sword. And then, you know, you'd go running around with your friends trying to hit them with it. So, yeah, I remember that a little bit. But then uh, my brother, he got, I think it was a, a TurboGrafx-16. And um, yeah. the first game that I ever saw him play was Splatterhouse. And oh, then, yeah. and uh, he's like, you want to try it? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if I can. I don't know if mom would want me playing it. But as soon as – so it had to be like when, when yeah. she was busy or when they would leave and then I'd be playing it, you know. And that was like my first intro to like – to uh, to video uh, – like I guess you could say to video games themselves was uh, was a TurboGrafx-16. And then I got my Super Nintendo and which followed with Super Mario World – um yeah that's a great one too i love that one super contra you know like oh look yeah. contra in general is just awesome yeah <laughs> but i mean it was uh it was one of those uh one of those things where i was like oh i like it i like it. and then from there on it was just all downhill from everything <laughs> i mean it was not yeah. in a bad way i mean it was it was great and like some of my like i recently just bought like i think the mini uh the mini uh super nintendo Oh, yeah. And it had like all like, like seventy five um, games, right? Yeah, like inside of it, and I was like, man, like I'm just reliving my childhood again. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I get it, man. This it's a fun, it's a fun time of life, and it's a, a you know a a really unique time, I guess, in gaming history when the games were just they were just fun. You know, everybody just loved to play them. Um, there wasn't so much you know hate out there on any one type of game. It was just like everybody kind of liked to play everything. Um, but now the market, it's, it's huge, but it's really like fragmented. Like some people only like a certain type of game and they kind of look down on other people don't like that kind of game. And there's different groups of people. And, uh, but retro is something that like brings us all together. Like everybody plays retro games or played oh, yeah. at some point retro games. Even people today that if you ask them, you know, do you play video games? They might say no. And they say, well, how many times have you played Mario? And they're like, oh, of course I played that. Or yeah. you know, I, I know Mega Man. I know, I know Contra, you know, but I don't play it today. But uh, but the retro stuff is what really brought everybody together because everybody played those games back in the day. Yeah, like it's a it's a it's a real big thing for the com- for a community couch to actually. Cola. Yeah, exactly. Couch the original yeah. couch co-op <laughs> contra, and then you get yeah. mad and be like, "Why aren't you doing your part, man?" <laughs> yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned uh, you know Splatterhouse too because you remember how like like Splatterhouse and Mortal Kombat and like those first games that showed blood and it was so taboo. Like you were talking, like like I don't know if, if my parents would be okay with me playing this game, and I remember that like you really had to kind of you'd be looking over your shoulder like, <laughs> like like please don't come in right now like don't don't see what we're doing we're like ripping ripping heads out you know like yeah like the, the classic stuff and like you're like mom, mom what are you playing nothing I'm not and you pause it like nothing I'm it's educational it's educational because <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking like my mom did walk in when I was playing Splatterhouse and I would pause it I was just like. Bing. And yeah. she's like, are you, does Martin, uh, you know, does your brother know that you're, you're playing? I was like, yeah, he, he knows. Was like, yeah. okay. And she would close the door and then like, I'd go back and unpause it and <laughs> start playing again. Like, see if I can hear her going downstairs. I'm like, okay, look, I, we can, I can play again. So, so why does your guy have a chainsaw now? What are you doing with that? <laughs> why is he in a Jason mask wearing a chain? Yeah, like, why is it? 
I mean, it was just, it was awesome. I mean, <laughs> it was, and then um, it was funny because when the three six, when the Xbox three sixty was out, they released Splatterhouse for yeah. the Xbox three sixty, and I was like, oh, it was fun. But then once you beat the real game, I mean, the main game, you would unlock Splatterhouse one, two, and three. The, the, uh, the retro games to actually play and I was like oh man reliving my childhood again <laughs> so I mean it was obviously the the recent Splatterhouse was actually pretty it was worse than the <laughs> in terms of violence compared to how it was back in the day but yeah oh man just just remembering those that and oh man that other one was Bonks I used to love playing Bonks yeah was, that's good uh, and not a lot of people had turbo graphics back then too so it's really cool that you had somebody that's a you know, had a turbo graphics around because that's, that's a system a lot of people have uh, never even touched, you know, because it just, it had such a small market back in the day. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it wasn't on a cartridge or on little gaming cards, yeah. which I thought was awesome because, you know, like at the time everyone had like the super, I mean the Nintendo, well the super Nintendo obviously was out already, but it was like cartridge and it's like, here's your game. It's like, Ooh, yeah. Kind of like a floppy disc, but I mean, it was one of the, Thanks to my, I really think like the reason why my brother, uh, why I'm where I am right now is because my brother got me there. So yeah, he did yeah. something right and <laughs> that's, that's, without that's picking on me. He did it right. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I know. I dragged my little brother into a lot of, a lot of games that, you know, before his time when he was younger. Um, but, uh, but yeah, with, uh, with turbo graphics too, what's, what's cool about those, those games on the little, the little cue cards, you know, a little like credit card, uh, style. Uh, it was the first system that was really designed from the ground up to be a console and a handheld. Like they had the the Turbo Express, and so mm -hmm. the games were specifically small so that you could like put it in both, and and you wouldn't be carrying this this huge handheld around. Uh, so so like you know, not many consoles. I mean, Genesis had the Nomad that came out, but that was kind of like an afterthought thing, and it was still kind of bulky. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, but there's very few that you could take a game like that from a home console and play it uh, on a handheld on the go. Yeah. You know, and then that really went away until switch, you know, which, yeah, that's, I mean, switch. So, so switch, the Nintendo could probably got a little bit of influence from there, but yeah. do you, in your stores, do you have a turbo graphic 16? Um, honestly, those today are really hard to come by. So mm -hmm. I would bet, you know, we have 12 stores. I would bet at any given time, maybe one of them would have one. Um, but, uh, uh, but it's something that would probably come in a couple times a year to each store. Um, okay. when they get it, it probably sits on the shelf a couple of days if that, and it's gone. Um, so it's, you know, for stuff like that, it's really hard to, to get, uh, just, just in this market that we're in because retro stuff, um, especially the unusual, the rare and unusual, um, you know, that on any given day, you might walk into our store or, or any other game store and not find the game you're looking for. Um, but then it might get traded in that next day and then sold the next day after that. And then, you know, not be there for a whole nother year or something. And mm -hmm. so they, the rare games do pop up, but they pop up really infrequently. And, and Turbo Graphics is one of those things. It's a, it's not the rarest console, but it's, it's not a common thing you're going to find in a game store these days. Yeah. Which, oh, oh man. <laughs> on, the, on that topic of rare yeah. and unusual, uh, but um, I want to say it probably leans more towards game over video games. But what's some of the rare and unusual, I guess, games or consoles that have walked through the store that you've seen? Or oh, I mean, considering all the stores added together, I mean, we've probably seen everything um, at some point. Um, you know, we get uh, Vectrex systems. 
Um, we right now, I believe in the Tacoma store still has a copy of Bonk. Um, but the, uh, the NES version of Bonk, that's uh, like a $500 game now. Oh, um, wow. So they have a copy of that a couple weeks ago. I think they still have it. Um, we've had, uh, some of the Atari, um, porn games. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's Atari. So, so the porn is pretty, pretty mild. You know, but but, but it but was those, the idea. Yeah, th those games that they sold back in the day for Atari, and they're actual games, and they were sold in like black boxes uh, by mail order. You know, you couldn't get them in stores, and uh, you know, some of those when they when they pop up, you know, into the stores, you know, they, they'll go for you know five six hundred dollars because they're just they're super rare. They they only made there's like hundreds of them that exist in the world. And so, you know, most are in the hands of collectors now. So they, they never really show up like for sale. Um, so those, those are definitely hard to come by, but we've, we've had several of those come through. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Turbo Graphics, like I said, you know, 3DOs, um, you know, some of the rare, um, you know, like uh, even PS1 uh, games that are out there that are now hundreds of dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's all a matter of, of timing. Uh, you know, with stores like ours, because there's there's always people out there that are needing money and needing to sell their stuff, and and you know, often it's it's more common stuff, but uh, you know, everybody has that one or two choice uh, gems in their collection, right? Mm -hmm. And so, with every collection that we take in, um, you know, even if it's a hundred games that we already have, you know, copies of, you know, uh, well in stock, um, we'll still buy it because we want to get those few rare games that are with there too. Mm -hmm. uh, and that one game purchase makes it worth buying the whole lot of extra copies of Madden or, or whatever, because we wanted that one gem and, you know, selling that just makes the whole thing worthwhile. Of course. Of course. Cause yeah. I know, um, one of the, I forgot which, uh, my brother's going to be so mad, <laughs> which, uh, cause, um, he has, um, he still has his, his dreamcast, his second yeah. dreamcast. And he has like, um, he had, um, no, Oh my God. Not The Walking Dead, Jesus. It was um, House, of the Dead. House of the Dead. Yeah. And um, there was like a, I forgot what the other, what the it was about it was about zombies, but it was like a it was like a third person tactical shooter kind of. I forgot what it's called though. Uh, I, don't know, I always think House of the Dead and then Typing of the Dead with Dreamcast. I know he actually has Typing of the Dead too, but I forgot. Um, I just forgot which game that he has. Well, there was one that he was looking for, uh, for um, for the Dreamcast. He was like, I can never find it, and yeah. I was like, I'm gonna tell him, hey man, go check out Game Over. You might find it. <laughs> he's like checking on eBay, yeah. and he's like, I can't find it. I was like, hey, you know, like, yeah, with us with the stuff like that, it's really. I mean, these days, it just takes um, persistence um, because no store, even Game Over, like we tend to be. Um, you know, a lot bigger than other stores like us, you know, we have more quantity of titles. Um, but the rare stuff is just as hard to find at our store as it is on eBay or anywhere else. It's, um, it's really the people that check back often that'll get that stuff. Um, because you can't come in on any given day and just find every rare game sitting there in the store waiting for you. It just doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. um, you really have to have to hunt for the good stuff. Um, you have to go to, you know, our stores, you have to hunt online, you have to hunt, you know, every, every available resource and you have to hit them up like once a week to, to try and get those rare games now. Well, you know, for, for, for people who haven't been to, um, to 
Well, we're <laughs> sorry, but for people who haven't been to Classic Game Fest, what mm-hmm. can like what are what is something that they can expect to going to uh to Classic a, a Classic Game Fest convention? <laughs> uh, well, the um the concept is 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 really um you know just to bring retro gamers together into one convention. Uh, so it's like a Comic Con, uh, but for retro gaming. Um, so every booth has to have uh, video game related elements in it. Um, there's a lot of uh, demos, uh, like indie game developers that have stuff on demo. Um, you know, we have game sellers from not just around Texas or Austin, but uh, all over the country come, uh, you know, and, and sell. So it's, a, it's one of the largest uh, retro gaming marketplaces that you can actually go to in the country. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of retro gaming shows out there that have like local vendors, but there's very few that draw statewide or nationwide, um, you know, like Classic Game Fest. Um, and so you can really, you know, when you are looking for that rare stuff and you can't find it locally or even online that easily, uh, you know, going to a big convention like that is, uh, is the best way to fill off those, uh, uh, check off those, those things off your list uh, for your collection that you just can't find anywhere else. Um, so there's a lot of great vendors that come, huge selection of games. Um, and then we have, uh, you know, other um, convention style, uh, you know, components like uh, panels. Uh, we have tournaments. Uh, we have free play arcades and free play consoles. Um, you know, with Classic Game Fest in particular, we always have a, a big live music element because um, a lot of other conventions, uh, gaming related, don't really do that much. Or, or if they do, it's like one band at an after party that you have to like go to and pay separately for. Um, you know, and, and we don't we don't like that that process. We we prefer to like bring it in to the the event itself. And so we have a stage that plays live music, video game related music. Um, you know, all weekend long. And again, we try and bring in, bring in acts from like, you know, the Austin area, Texas, and then also nationwide, we'll pull people in that, uh, um, that play all kinds of music, uh, chip tunes, piano, uh, ocarina, um, you know, rock band, heavy metal, um, you know, it, uh, you know, it runs a full range of styles of music. So, so it's a really fun event, um, just for that nature alone that you get to see all the booths and shop the games, of course, but, um, but there's also a lot of entertainment stuff to it um that uh, that where it goes above and beyond kind of your normal uh swap meet style convention where you kind of you go in to see what's available for sale buy what you need and then leave you know this is the kind of convention where you want to stay all day and all weekend so you can really enjoy all the fun stuff that's going on wow that's that's awesome like that that's awesome and like do you see any kind of like cosplay uh around your conventions anything like that Oh yeah, um, cosplay is a big element of it. Um, we always have a costume contest on a Sunday, on the final day. Um, so people wear costumes on Saturday as well, but it's it's mostly Sunday that's the costume day. Um, but uh, yeah, we have a contest. We get everybody up on stage. There's prizes, and uh, you know it's always our our biggest crowd uh, event. Um, you know, there's pictures and videos online of uh, previous uh, Classic Game Fest uh, costume contests you can see on YouTube and on our channels uh, with Classic Game Fest. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they always draw a huge crowd, a lot of competitors. Um, you know, I, I always love the kids the most. Um, <laughs> like it's one thing if, if you're like, you know, our age and you know, you're an adult and you have a job and you know, you can, you can buy a lot of fancy stuff, um, to make a costume. But, uh, I'm always impressed with like the kids and, uh, you know, we have them sometimes like, you know, duct tape and cardboard, you know, stuff <laughs> that they made. And, and it's just awesome to see them get so, get so into it. Um, and so, uh, you know, that, that's one of the big things about Classic Game Fest, too, that in general, it's one of the few events that I would say, and I've been to a lot of gaming conventions, you know, of all kinds around the country, but 
Um, but I think CGF has a really good family vibe to it. And so, you know, you get um, people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, you know, that are still buying, playing, or collecting the games. But you also get older people that, you know, either made the games back in the day, played them back in the day, like the parents and grandparents come. Um, plus, you get everybody's kids, and the kids get into it, too. And so it's like a, a multi-generational uh, event that, that uh, you know, you'll see young and old, like, literally competing in a tournament, and it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> so it's a lot. Nice, nice. It's, so it's like a huge family event, and that's awesome. Yeah. That, that's yeah. awesome that uh, people of all ages can get into it, so... That's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's a good vibe too. It's a, it's a low pressure, you know, Austin's kind of known as being a laid back town. I'm known, I think as being kind of a laid back guy. And it's just, you know, I really like everyone that comes to uh, classic game fest to have fun, uh, you know, to enjoy themselves. It's not a lot of pressure. It's not, not a huge crowd like Comic-Con where, you know, you're just like wall to wall people. Um, but it is a lot of people. Um, but, uh, but it's, a, it's a good mix, you know, it's a, it's a good mix of stuff to do crowds, you know, a lot of stuff to shop from, uh, you know, and it's, it's just a really fun weekend that, uh, that everybody, at least in Texas, really looks forward to every summer. Oh, cool. Nice. I'm excited nice. to go. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. how can you not be excited to go to yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, so we, we have to make this happen in October. So I'm telling everybody, like, please, like, wear your face masks, masks now. You know, do what we have to do now. Um, but, but, you know, we, we need and want this event to happen. And, uh, and, you know, so October 10th and 11th, we should be ready to go. Um, you know, we're planning on it. The facility is planning on it. You know, we anticipate the city of Austin will be ready at that point. So, um, yeah, we are we are really looking forward to it this year. And and uh, this year, more than ever, we really need everybody's support. So anybody that's, uh, that's out there that wants to help us, you know, put up posters, let us know. Um, you know, doing podcasts and stuff like this is great. You know, so so thanks again for having me on to talk about, uh, about it on your show. And, um, you know, we just, we really need outreach. And we need to spread the word that, like, um, you know, not only what Classic Game Fest is, um, but to the people that even know about it and love it, just like, yes, it is still happening this year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're going yeah, yeah. to be safe. We're going to be safe. And we pushed it back and everything. We've done everything we can do. And we'll have every measure that we can do to protect people, you know, there. But, uh, but it is happening. So we want your support. and We need your support to, uh, to help it be a success. Nice. And no worries. Well, like our viewers and then not to mention, you know, going up on YouTube and all that. We got you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we appreciate it. We really uh, no do. worries, man. Cause yeah. I mean, I think what you're doing is amazing. And you know, you know, that's something that's, that's really commendable, man. Like you're really, like I said earlier, you're really about community and that's awesome. Yeah. Especially like with, uh, like with people who aren't, who kind of don't want to go to like a, like a, a comic con or something like that. Cause you know, they're, it's really not their element. I feel like this is, uh, an element that everyone has, you know, like everyone, yeah, everyone has can get into, you know, yeah. Because classic gaming, I mean, I mean, gaming and classic gaming all together, all in all, it's it's the same thing. It's one big community. But I think yeah. retro gaming, like that's that's still gold, man. That's like that, yeah. that's like golden oldies, man. That that's never <laughs> classic couch co-op. Exactly, man, exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it really does. It, it unites all of us. It's it's the you know, back in those days, the games were all about, um, you know, playing together with a lot of people in one room, you know, so you're not, you're not online, you're not, you're not remote and separated from other, uh, you know, players that you can actually see each other while they're playing. You can Screen feel game. the, feel the energy <laughs> of the room, you know, when you're playing together. Um, and a lot of that's been kind of lost today with all the online play and, 
and, uh, you know, especially now with the, the shutdowns with the virus this year, that it's, you know, we really need, we need the community to come out again and, and to play together and have fun together. And, and we can do that safely. And, uh, you know, we need to, because we don't want to, we don't want to lose the history of the games, but we also don't want to lose what it feels like to, to be a part of a group, you know, to be a part of a community. Um, and, and that's probably the biggest, the biggest loss right now uh, with this year. It's, it's everybody feeling like they, they don't belong. They don't, they don't have friends anymore. They don't see anybody anymore, you know, and, and we can't do that. We can't live in our houses forever. You know, we've, we've got to come back out. Yeah, of course. I mean, I still want to, it's just like how my brother, like, I've always been wanting to do it for a while, but you know, like he still has all of his old systems, like hook up his PS1 mm-hmm. and just beat each other. Like, we'll <laughs> beat each other on like Tekken 3, like yeah. old, old, like one, two or three, oh, not Tekken 1 because Tekken 1 was okay, but two, three was my favorite and like yeah. just trying to beat him even though I can't because, you know, he memorized everything, so not fair. <laughs> Well, for those who want to stay up to date on Game Over Video Games and Classic Game Fest, where can they find that at, David? Uh, well, both, you know, exist uh, all over social media, so definitely I'd refer you there. Um, you know, for Game Over stuff, we have the stores around Texas and stores in Washington, so you can visit our retail stores. Um, and especially now with us just opening, um, you know, past the, the shutdown and everything, um, you know, the, store, the stores need it. They need the support, so please go in there, shop if you need stuff. Um, but online, you can shop anywhere in the country at GameOverVideoGames.com. Um, it'll show you where the locations are. We have a huge uh, website with a separate inventory available to just buy there if you want it to ship to you. Um, so you don't have to live near a store to shop with us and support us. And, and we appreciate, you know, whichever means is, is more convenient to shop with us. Um, because it is, it is a tough time right now, honestly. It's a tough time for all of us in this, in this market. Um, you know, it's, it's funny that, like, you know, I've been in this, this whole business for 15 years now. Right. And, you know, like in the beginning, it's hard to start your business. You know, like nobody knows about you. Nobody will come in and it's a struggle to get up to success. And then we hit some success. And then now it's like, we've had, you know, shut down and, and uh, people buying online and stuff like that. So we're constantly trying to fight to get, um, to stay successful and to stay relevant. So it's, it's a constant struggle. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, please go there to support us. Um, also, Game Over has Facebook pages for each store, and they show the um, like the hottest trade-ins on the Facebook page. Um, so, if you want to see like what's coming into like Dallas or San Antonio or whatever, like find the local Game Over stores, follow them on Facebook, and they post like almost every day um, cool trade-ins they get. Um, and oftentimes they're gone the next day. So, if you see something you like, you better go in and get it. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so there's Facebook pages for that. There's Twitter, Instagram. You know, we're on all that. Um, then for Classic Game Fest, um, same thing, ClassicGameFest.com is the website. Uh, we have Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, you know, any of the updates, uh, like the, the date change when we first moved from July to August, uh, you know, that's all over, um, you know, online. So you can get the details on when the show is, the parking, the pricing. Um, if you want a vendor booth, you want to sell some stuff there, um, there's still vendor booths available. Um, so you can reach out on that. Uh, there's information on the website, uh, ClassicGameFest.com. Um, and then you can buy tickets there. Um, you can buy tickets in the Game Over stores too. They're actually selling the uh, wristbands. So this is this year's uh, Classic Game Fest 2020 wristband. Um, and uh, so they have those for sale in the Game Over stores for like five bucks less. So you can save a little money if you buy it from Game Over. Um, but uh, um, but yeah. So either way, you know, definitely follow us on social media and um, you know reach out if you have any questions or um, 
you know, we're always available. Um, you know, I'm the one that gets most of the, uh, the email that comes in. So, um, you know, you'll probably get a response from me. If you email. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, they're both small businesses, honestly. And so it's, it, it's something that I do because I love it. Um, I've never really been in a position to make a ton of money from either one. Um, you know, I do it because I love it. I did that in the beginning. I did that when we were, you know, growing exponentially, like back in the, in the early 2000s. Um, you know, and we basically just kept reinvesting. We would get a bunch of money, open a new store, get some money, open another store. Um, so the money never actually really went to me in big piles or anything. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I do it for the community. And so, and now it's, it's the same. I mean, it's, you know, we work hard every day to get more people to come in. We need people to come to classic game fest and support us there. Um, because this stuff, it's, it's not, it's not easy to do. Um, you know, especially today, um, it takes, it takes a lot of work to run an event like, uh, classic game fest it takes a lot of work to keep a retail store open like game over video games and so you know it's just it takes constant support from the community to make those kind of things happen um and so you know not not just for us i would even put a shout out to any other like local comic book shops um you know the the collectible stores you know nerd shops all over town you know record shops um if there's cool little stores or restaurants that you like and you're not like going there right now and giving them money right now um, they might not be here next year. I mean, this is, this is a tough time. So, um, you know, I know for me that not just with game over and classic game fest, but even my, my personal, like outside of work, uh, you know, lives, like, you know, I purposely try and think every night, like what's a restaurant that's kind of near my house. That's kind of an indie restaurant that like, it's probably struggling right now. And it's like, that's where I'm going to go eat tonight. That's where I'm going to order food from or whatever. Um, you know, we need to all start thinking like that, um, you know, and stop going to, Amazon and Walmart for everything. We need to go to local places um, because someday if we don't, we're going to wake up and places like game over and other cool local shops, they're, they're just going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And the only choice you'll have is Amazon and Walmart. And I don't think any of us want to live in that world where that's it. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so, so it's, it's 2020 is, is definitely brought that into focus. I think for me and a lot of other business owners that like, you know, we really have to, you know, reach out and we really need your support and we need people to, to respond and, and support us because if not, you know, it, it doesn't work. Um, none of us can do this for free, <laughs> um, at least for long. Um, and so, you know, it, it's really important to support, support your local businesses, uh, you know, like came over and, and go to, you know, local and statewide events like Classic Game Fest to keep them, keep them going in your community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, because I mean, I think it was in our one of our earlier episodes of our podcast, um, before the pandemic actually really had hit, we're talking about like, how certain cons do you think people will be, you know, want to go to, like, on like virtual cons. And, yeah. you know, part of it's just like, you know, virtual cons are awesome, because you still get the con experience, but nothing will ever be like an actual physical convention. Yeah. Because it's not only about like, oh, what are you selling? Or, oh, what's over here? Oh, what's coming out? No, it's about community, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Making connections and being that, you know, it would be, um, you know, either, you know, uh, meeting with other fellow, like classic gamers or fellow cosplayers, you know, it's all about, you know, a sense of like a geeky community coming together. And I was like, that's what you can't replace with digital cons. You can't yeah. replace actually meeting, going up to somebody and be like, hey, you know, how you doing? Oh, I've been cosplaying for X amount of years. How long have you been doing it? Oh, I'm new to it. You know, it's, yeah. 
that's that's the best part about conventions going to them is meeting other like-minded individuals so you can you know like like mike said make connections so i mean that's why you know in october i'm looking forward to going (laughs) because i need that interaction yeah yeah no that that's really that's really true that's that's exactly what it is you know it's like if you're in into cosplay you know it's it's cool that you can make a costume and you can maybe wear it in your house you know but but it's only when you get out there in public, that's part of it is, is showing it to the public in person mm-hmm. and, you know, talking to people about how you made it and, you know, things like that. And you, you don't get that online, you know, the same thing with, with retro gaming or anything else. Like, yeah, you can play it at home, uh, you know, by yourself, you know, you can even like stream it on Twitch or something, but that's not the same as being on a stage at a convention with like a hundred people watching you. And so every success that you make in that game, you hear a hundred people, you know, cheer for you. <laughs> Cheering you, you know? yeah. or every time you mess up, there's, there's, you know, hundreds of people like, Oh man, what are you doing? <laughs> um, you know, I mean, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like doing it in, in a, in a public forum and, you know, and having a group of similar minded people together for fun and, and a shared common, you know, cultural experience. Um, and so, so I hope that, you know, with, classic game fest and other conventions that have a lot of them have also moved to kind of the, the fall this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that hopefully those, those will all still happen and we, we won't lose conventions as a thing, you know, because of this virus that, um, you know, we have to get people to want to go out again and go out again in that kind of quantity to a convention. Um, you know, we can still be safe. You wear a mask or, or, you know, do other things, but, but it's like, we don't want to lose that desire to, to, be in public and, and, mm-hmm. and share community experiences um, because there's a lot, there's a lot that'll be lost if, if we lose that. Of course. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, David, for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. This has been great. So I always look forward to having the guys at the, um, or for, I guess the San Antonio crew at uh, CGF. And so now we'll get to see you uh, this fall <laughs> in October. So that'll be awesome. Um, uh, just you, look for me when you get there, I'll be the one like running around crazy everywhere. Uh, <laughs> You know, people have a hard time like catching me at Classic Game Fest because I'm always like, you know, just, just, I'm always checking on, you know, a vendor or, you know, somebody's not here or who's going on stage and I'm, I'm just all over the place. But, um, but it's all still the greatness a, of coming with the yeah. convention. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's convention life. It's, it's, it's exhilarating and, and stressful and, and wonderful and, and crazy at the same time. So it's, uh, you know, I love it. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat you can't beat that. Like I said, <laughs> that 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 feeling. I mean, it's it's hectic, but it's like a good kind of like this is what I live for. Kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, no, it's you know, there's there's some people that don't want any any stress in life, right? And, and uh, you know, it's uh, stress is life. You know, it's mm-hmm. if it was if it was easy, you know, it would take all the enjoyment out of it. Like you have to have struggle to feel success, you know. And then when you feel it, you really value it more. Yeah. Uh, so. So yeah, no, I, I love what I do, and and you know, like I said, it's not, uh, it's not make made me rich yet after 15 years, but um, but I think I've kind of given up on that dream, um, but but I still do it because I love it, and so as long as as people will come out and support, you know, the game over stores, you know, I want to keep keep going and keep them going, uh, you know, into the future, even despite online sales and virus shutdowns and whatever, like we're gonna keep going as long and as far as we can, um, and then Classic Game Fest, you know, I hope people. Uh, will still feel like it's okay to come out in public and go to a convention again because 
you know, we're going to be as safe as we can and it's going to be a lot of fun and you really want to see everybody there. Yeah, man. That sounds like a plan. Like we'll be um, there. We will be there. You will be there. I'll be in a hazmat suit. Like, let's go. (laughs) Some interesting cosplay you can do with masks. That's all I'm saying. You know, there's there's cool stuff. Yeah. Of course, being okay. First rule: you can't have ninjas. There can only be a limit of ninjas. No, nothing else, man. (laughs) Thank you so much, David. We loved having you on the show. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, any final thoughts or final messages you want to leave with us before you go? Uh, no, I think I think that's it. I mean, just uh, thanks for the support. Like I said, I mean, uh, you know, Game Over and Classic Game Fest wouldn't exist without fans. Um, you know, me me having and wanting something to succeed is not enough. You know, we need the fan support. And uh, and so I can't thank people enough for, like, everything they've, they've ever bought from a Game Over store. Um, you know, every time they've come to Classic Game Fest. Um, you know that uh, it, it goes so far in keeping the community going to, to support stuff like that. Um, so so thank you to everybody for the support. Oh man, thank you, and you're awesome, man. Keep doing what you're doing, because yeah, thank you. You're you're yeah. doing more than what you know, man. I know, <laughs> like you're doing way more what you know than what you know, man. Like awesome, you're doing you're doing a great job. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. But thanks to you guys too. I mean, it's uh, you know it, it's always hard for me to. Um, to do do press, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I never feel like I'm that good of an interview subject. But uh, but I, I definitely appreciate you guys giving me the time to to be on and and uh, you know helping spread the word on on the stores and and the event because it's it's really well appreciated. So thank you for what what y'all do and spreading the word about classic gaming because um, really that's what that's what we're all in it for is like to to continue to grow the community of retro gaming. Of course, of course, and that's what we're here for, man. That's what we're here. And with that, guys, I'm Michael. This is John. Have a good one, guys. This is David. David. Thank you again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, David, for joining us. And we are the GTS Gaming Crew. We'll see you next time, guys. We'll see you later, guys. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem.